Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Uh, this uh, We're living in the future because I'm uh, actually recording today's podcast on my phone. And so mm-hmm. this sounds like absolute garbage, sorry. Um, but I want you to picture it. I'm like literally laying in bed. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, this is kind of part of the, this secret mission thing that I'm on. It's kind of part of that right now. And I, uh, so I'm usually, I'm, you know, in my uh, office in the, uh, in my house and uh, nice microphone that's made for recording. Literally right now, I'm just talking into my cell phone like I would be if I was making a phone call. So I, this sounds like garbage today. Sorry. It's, <laughs> but you it sound sounds like good. You're a, you sound like you're a little bit in a hollow. But I might, I might just do this show like this every day. I might, if it's, if it sounds good enough, y'all may not know the difference and then it'd be a whole lot easier. Yeah. No, I'll put you to sleep. This is the way this is, this is the, this is the future right here. Do it right when I, right. And they can take a little nap afterwards. It'd be nice. It'd be perfect. Uh, so let's, mom found this, this piece of information today and then it's not really wildly relevant anymore. And if I'm afraid of you listen to this out of order too, it's going to be a little, like if you listen to this and it's, you know, December, 2021, it's not going to matter anymore. Uh, right. But what did you find today, mom? Well, I'm really quite excited about this because they the feds have closed down the Tiger King Zoo. Yeah. And where was so that? Was very, that Missouri or Kentucky? Mm, it was somewhere like in the middle of America. I don't remember exactly where it was. Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma, that's right. Mm-hmm. So you know, you need to know if you're new to this podcast, you need to know that I I'm really sensitive to animal rights. Like it's a really big deal to me. So I get really weird and like freaked out by it. And I want like every animal to like not be hurt. I don't even like kill insects anymore. And some people are like, mm-hmm. you've gone too far, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just can't in my state of life. I just can't. I, this is literally like the mindset I go through is like, why should this cockroach die? Because I don't want it here. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like right. they were here way before I purpose. was. Yeah. Serves some purpose. I know. And some people think I'm so, and maybe I have gone too deep. Maybe there's some people listening to this, like you've just gone too far, but that's just, I can't, I just cannot kill bugs anymore. So that's like, you need to know that's the level of animal sensitivity I have going into today's episode. Okay. You get that from your mom. Uh, Yeah. Uh, so I, so hearing this, obviously it makes me really happy, but it makes me like thinking back on life or do you remember there's been a couple of different times that I feel like we, we have not constituted or have not, uh, been the best animal rights people ever. Like that For time sure. you literally let me get on an elephant's back on the <laughs> middle of the highway. Oh, yeah. What the hell was that? I'm not sure really what that was about, honestly. I've only seen it in pictures. I was young. I was probably (laughs) two or three. My mom, though, thought it was a good idea. We talk about all this crazy shit my mom did. I was young. How old was I? Maybe five? I mean, I wasn't wasn't 10. You were like six or seven. Okay. And my mom thought for some reason it would be a good idea for me (laughs) to go and... Literally 
I guess, stop on the side of a road where there's uh-huh. a giant elephant, which like why and how and where, and let mm-hmm. me ride this elephant around. What, I, what is the story? Again, I've only seen the picture. Right. So it, it was bizarre. It was like in, in the middle of a, not in the middle of a city, but it was like on the side of a fairly busy road. And somebody just had an elephant out there and they were giving elephant rides around this little circle. <laughs> That's crazy. I have no idea why we did that. You know, earlier this week, I think it was Monday's episode, my mom was talking about how she just let my brother go sit in the back of this kitchen of this Chinese restaurant when she, when he was a kid. I really start to question some of your parenting now. Like now that I think about it, like all of these sound like really bad choices. Are there any parents right now that if you were just driving down the street and you saw an elephant on the side of the road, it said like elephant rides. How much does that even cost? Is that expensive? Yeah, no, it was like I don't know, two dollars or something. Yeah, and then, which is even worse. I wish it was like two hundred dollars because I would feel like it was a little more legit. <laughs> so she just thinks it's she's, and this is like obviously before the Instagram age. Lord knows if that was a thing now, everybody be lying down the street having their damn kids out by the elephant trying to. Uh, oh, I know they would. Well, there was a big crowd there then. I'm I'm sure there was uh, yeah. stuff like that. I just can't I can't <laughs> do it anymore. You know, I used to love to go to the circus. I did, but just mm. animals as entertainment. I mm. just. Can't, any other stuff that you can think of back in the day, mom, that you let me do that now in hindsight, you were like, eh, that probably wasn't the best. Wasn't there something with like a bear somewhere that I got to like take a picture with? A bear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another another poor I choice. I <laughs> remember that. Maybe I'm but wrong. But I probably did a lot of shady things as a mom. <laughs> probably in denial about most of them. <laughs> you are have. touting me as this awesome mom, and turns out I'm a terrible mom. No, you're not a terrible mom. You're not Maybe a terrible mom. Maybe I'm a better mom. adult mom than I was a kid mom. <laughs> I mean, I would be curious if I could go back and like watch the reel of my life to see like how you actually did. Because I, I mean, my memory, my recollection is you did a great job. But then as I see some pictures, I'm like, number one, why'd you dress me that way? <laughs> And who cut my hair? <laughs> who cut my hair? Um, like, who allowed most of this stuff? Then I see pictures of me on elephants, and that does not look like anything that would be safe or sanctioned by the state to allow happen. I think that was actually, actually a, like a Polaroid shot. That's what you paid the $2 for. So, like, the ride was free? like Uh-huh. And you paid $2 it, for, the, for the picture. For the shot of your kid on the... Elephant. Just down the street, too. It wasn't even like a zoo or something. No, it was just, it's, no, it's it was something good. crazy. I don't know. Well, let's get, uh, we're going to get a little <laughs> bit more serious on today's show because what uh, today you guys have been at the hospital and mm. my, my dad, in case you don't know, has prostate cancer. And with that comes all kinds of just stuff. You know, like he's always having Mm. to go to the doctor and Mm. it's kind of a chronic, you know, he's never probably in his lifetime not going to be able to cure it. But, he, you know, through different treatments and doctor's visits and surgeries, he's able to kind of keep it at bay uh, and has been Mm -hmm. for, what, 21 years now? 22. 22 years, which is like, that's Mm -hmm. a long time. How long did they give him to live? Um, They gave him 10 years to live. So yeah. he's outlived that by 12 years, which yeah, is amazing. Good. He's very strong will and, and 
very determined. Yeah. Um, and and very capable. I'm I'm really um grateful, honestly, because he is very self-sufficient and very capable of taking care of himself. Because if you think I was a bad kid mom, I'm a really bad nurse. Oh, <laughs> oh mercy. I mean, I am just a really bad nurse. So he I mean, he's able, of course, to care for himself and he does a really great job with that and keeps up with his own doctor's appointments and his, well, you know, all of from that. The very little that you know about my dad, you know, he's pretty, he's pretty annoying about stuff, right? Like he's pretty <laughs> anal and like OCD about stuff. So yeah, he does. He just, he does fine. Like he's, he, he will does. keep fighting this because he's just, he's just like so annoying, you know, that he's like, a, he's there's, a fighter. He's there's a no fighter. way he's going to let this, ta- this, this take him down. Like Mm-mm. there's just and no he way. Wants things, he wants things a certain way and the way he wants them. And that's fine <laughs> with me. That's I've already, fine. I've already determined he's not going to die from this. Like it's just, it's not, it's probably going to be something really dumb that kills my dad because he's just <laughs> always on top of everything else. So right, it's yeah, just going to so, be something ridiculous. Just, one day, yeah, I'm just his support system. I am not a nurse. Nope, we'll, well never be good at that. What I thought about today's but, episode could be good to talk about is because you know you you're not a nurse, but you 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 know you are a support system for somebody that has mm-hmm. uh, a chronic and a uh, especially when they when they gave them ten years to live. I mean that was. Yeah. That had to be like really hard, and I think that yeah. you know there's a ton of podcast episodes out there for people that are fighting cancers and mm-hmm. you know dealing with long-term chronic illnesses and things like that but i don't mm-hmm. know there's a lot of attention for people that are the in the lives of these people that are fighting these caregivers yeah the caregivers mm-hmm. of the people that that have long-term or chronic illnesses mm-hmm. i mean what is it what is it like and like what how does it affect your life really um, for me, I am just very conscious of doing whatever I can to support him. Um, yeah. So, for instance, today, you know, he had to go for pre-op and he had to go to the doctor first. And the buildings are a long way away. And at the hospital, the parking is really terrible. He would have had to walk a long way both times. And so I offered to drive him. So I drop him off at the door and then I go back and pick him up and then I take him to the next month, drop him off, pick him up. And, you know, that makes his day better. It saves him time. It, you know, it saves him the misery of looking for a parking space and having to walk a mile every time. Um, so I try to do, I try to do little things like that to support him and to um, keep his morale up if he has bad right. days. But a lot of people really have it a lot worse, much worse than me. Believe me. Sure. I'm also cognizant of like when I go out of town to not be gone too long, you know, and leave him by himself because I know he doesn't like to be alone. That would probably be the case even if he weren't, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, he just doesn't want to be alone, right? <laughs> Right, and if he doesn't right. want to do something I do and I can go do it, he's fine with that. Um, but I try not to stay, you know, too long. I guess the longest I've been away is when I come to, S- to San Diego to visit you because it's a long trip. Right. So if I stay, well, I feel like about, if I stay. What about like the, like the mental toll it takes on you when you're mm-hmm. dealing with somebody that has 
hmm. you know, cancer well, or some other kind of, you know, and yeah. this probably goes for parents too, that parents that with kids that have disabilities, it's the same kind yeah. of thing, right? Absolutely. And you just have to take care of yourself. You know, my friend Tony down the street that I, that I mentioned that, you know, has a rare blood cancer. She's a caretaker of, um, uh, of her husband who's in his 80s and has Alzheimer's. And he's mm-hmm. terribly disoriented and she, he gets confused about every little thing. If anything is out of sequence or not in the rhythm of the day, it totally discombobulates him. And, um, you know, she's, she has a really hard time, which is why she was so grateful to talk to someone. Tell me about like you know, like the like the the hardest part like emotionally. Oh, the hardest part is to be sure that he keeps his morale up, right? Mm. I, mm-hmm. I don't want him to be depressed or or you know, feel blue and of course sometimes you do. I mean, this is not an easy fight for him. Right. Um, so, you know, I try to make sure that we do things together to keep his morale up. And, you know, that's why we started dancing, honestly, which we're not doing right now was because that gave him a great outlet and something he enjoyed, even though it wasn't my thing. You know, I did it for him and it's not a terrible thing to do. Um, right. But yeah, I think it's keeping keeping his spirits up because when he gets depressed, then of course it, it affects me. It makes me sad. Um, right. So yeah, that's that's the hardest challenge for me, really. It's it's not something that you are naturally going to know how to do off the bat. It's not that one of those like FFTs, right, where you're just going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't imagine like when you get news and you know you've got to handle it. Like it's probably mm-hmm. got to be just kind of like a date because like imagine when Dad first told you you had prostate cancer, like yeah. I do. I'm sure you instantly wanted, I'm sure you wanted like instantly hop into some type of fix it mode or, you know, whatever. But um, I think taking it the day at a time and figuring it out, you know, yes. Moment by moment. And I go to key doctor appointments with him. I mean, he typically can Mm -hmm. go to the doctor on his own and I don't need to be there. But if there are any big decisions to be made, about his care, then I'm always there. Right. Um, so that I know exactly what he's hearing, right? It's another pair of ears. And then I sure. can determine how best to support him. So, yeah, you just right. support you in life, right? You, sure. you deal with things as they come. And when you need help, you reach out for it. Yep. That's right. Yep. Well, in a much brighter note, in a weird transition here. Um, we'll, we'll take care of a couple different things. So don't forget Tuesday, upcoming Tuesday, which is the first of September, finally going to be able to let you guys know why I'm recording the show from an iPhone. Um, and everything else has come with the, (laughs) with this whole transition that I'm, I'm currently in right now. And, uh, I think you're going to be excited about it. I hope that everybody, I'm I'm actually kind of apprehensive to break the news because it is going to mean a shift for this show in, in, a, in a small sense, in a small sense, it's going to mean a shift. And so I'll explain all this big episode coming up on Monday. Uh, if you text the word comeback, C-O-M-E-B-A-C-K, one word to 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, 
uh, I can make sure that I notify you when the all the news is broken so that you can be one of the first people to know. And certified fans, don't forget that you guys are going to actually get like a little press conference on Monday, the 31st. We're going to do it at 9 p.m. Pacific time. And even if you're like, oh, I can't watch it right then, it's cool. It'll be recorded so you guys can go back and you can watch it whenever you need to. But that's when I'll be able to break down everything and that's give you a chance to get the kids to bed and get by your phone or by the computer to watch. And I, cause I want certified fans to know everything first. So mm-hmm. if you're not a certified fan yet, you want to be the first ones to know, just text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer, eight, 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 eight Kramer, eight. Also don't forget that this is your last couple of days to vote for this podcast for podcast, uh, podcast week, uh, podcast magazine. Sorry. What is it called? <laughs> podcast magazine. Hot and 50. we, you know, last, yeah, the Hot 50. And we were the third biggest podcast in the country in their magazine last month. And so now, when we were, we were the first month we got voted, it was two months ago, and we were 15th. And like 15th, like, eh, that's fine, whatever. Um, but like the fact that we're third now, it's almost like we have to keep that. Like as a, a, a <laughs> podcast family, we've got to keep that position. We can't let somebody slide in there. So I'm just asking you if you would to like vote every day because I don't know if you're allowed to vote every day. But let's just keep voting because this is just your, your simple reminder. So uh, go in the show notes. The link's there. If you just uh, want to grab your phone, or I'm sure you have your phone in your hand right now, and, you, and just text the word vote to 888-Kramer8, then I can send you a link back really quick. And you can just click on that. And then I'm going to keep reminding you every single day leading up till because I just can't. We just can't. I mean, we, we might fall a little bit. But like if we like fell off the charts, I'd be like, oh, no, that's not good. So uh, text vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And let's get to our quote for today, mom. Okay. This is from Oprah. You can either waltz boldly onto the stage of life and live the way, you know, your spirit is nudging you to, or you can sit quietly by the wall, receding into the shadows of fear and self doubt. That's the two choices. Yeah, I want to. I want the second one. I want to. No. I want to sit by the wall. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I want to sit by the wall, wall for a little bit. I know. You don't want to be know. there. You're ready to step back out on the stage with this podcast. You stepped right out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen a lot of people do it. Uh, I've seen a lot of people. I, I've got a good buddy. Um, he's he hasn't come on the podcast yet, but he launched one. I promoted a couple episodes. Of his name's Edgar, and he just launched his uh, his his story was similar to mine, where he actually went through a lot. Like he lost his job in L.A. on the radio, and mm-hmm. then his dad just passed away. Um, oh. I forget from what, uh, but mm-hmm. his dad, but he, he knew it was coming and it was kind of like, like a long-term thing. And mm-hmm. so he was dealing with all that, but he just announced uh, on Monday that he is, uh, he is getting back into the radio game and he is uh, doing his very own syndicated show out of LA. I think it's going to be on three or four different markets. And Super. To him, that's like really scary. You know, it's like there's so many scary things when you go out and you bet on yourself because it could like there's so many. If you're a person like me, and I think a lot of us listen to the show are like this, where you are so anxious and worried about what's going to happen. And I, you know, even with this, this new project that we'll talk about on Tuesday, like 
there's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of self-doubt about it. Uh, but what am I going to do? Sit on the wall and like, I, no. I just I hope this podcast encourages one person that's sitting on the wall to just take that one leap of faith. And listen, mm-hmm. I get it. My life is a lot easier to leap of faith because I got nothing, like literally, literally I got nothing to lose right now. Yeah, but Kiki. yeah, I got Kiki to feed. As long as I can feed Kiki, she's laying right here with me in bed right now. This is the most ridiculous <laughs> podcast ever. Um, <laughs> as long as I've got Kiki taken care of, like literally, I'm you know feeding myself and put a roof over my head, then I'm fine. I know though you've got kids, and that seems a lot scarier. But like, what if? You know, like what if what if you're on your deathbed and you're like never I'm not saying you have to like move across the country and you know become a monk and you know, never talk to anybody. It's just like even like a little taking like that little leap of faith. You know, it just I think if you take that first leap of faith, it just gives you the confidence to do it time and time and time again. I remember the scariest thing I think I've done in my adult life when it comes to taking a chance was when I t- took my first morning show in Panama city because Mm -hmm. I had just graduated college and I was moving to a place where I knew nobody. I knew the program director, the boss, but I didn't know anybody else, not one single soul. Mm -hmm. And I was such a codependent person at that point where I was like mortified, like so scared to go do it. But I did take a leap of faith and I did it. And obviously it turned, it blossomed and, and, to this amazing, it it was um, mostly amazing, (laughs) mostly amazing career, you know? So I don't know if that's going to encourage anybody today, but I hope there's somebody listening. That's like, damn, I I need to take that leap of faith. Like I need to take that step. I need to go for that promotion, even though I don't feel like I'm qualified or something, you know? And don't let self doubt and fear paralyze you. Fear can be paralyzing. Um, yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it's just that's noise. good if a wild animal is chasing you. But yeah. you know, for life, in your life, don't be fearful and believe in yourself and believe in who you are and believe in the gifts you have to put yep. them out there and get up off the wall and take that step out into the life that you want, that you want, right. that's waiting yep. there for yep. you. That's absolutely yes. right. And, yep. and then I think the second part of that is when you do take that leap of faith and it does work to have gratitude every single day, not only mm-hmm. for the situation, but for yourself, you know, yes. for the uh, having the ability to do that. Because I think that's only going to build your confidence even more, put good karma mm-hmm. into the world, into yourself, and then just keep kind of growing what you're doing. So, you know, mm-hmm. I would love it. If there's somebody who wants to go on the Certified Fans Facebook page or text in, 888 Kramer 8 and just let us know about like this leap of faith you're about to take. We want to support you through it too. So keep us posted on your leap of faith because we're here, you know, we're just a we're a podcast family. That's what we're here to do. So and I right. know there are so many brave and courageous fans on there because they are posting the most motivational, you know, post out there yeah, about what totally. they're doing with their lives, which always thrills me. Thrills me, totally. thrills me, thrills me. Yes, and it helps totally. others. So thank you all. All right, we will. Uh, we'll come back in a second. We. Uh, she's asking, do I even really need a mom? And that's what we're going to figure out with ask my mom. You got to hear like what she's been doing to her. Her mom's been doing in her life, and it's like, is this even worth it? 
And we'll get to that here in just a few on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. And the fact that I can sit here and record a podcast on my phone is just... <laughs> yeah, I'm literally just talking into my phone. I don't have like, any kind of setup. This may be just the like jankiest sounding thing. Everyday conversation with mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, truly, that's what it's, I'm kind of like not really in like the podcasting mode right now because I feel like I'm just talking <laughs> to you on the phone. Uh, it's crazy what you can do with cell phones nowadays. And the fact that you can do, I would say, 95% of your banking on so a lot of people can do 100% of their banking right from their phone. And that's why with SDCCU, I need you to know, like, if you were the bank right now and you're kind of worried that you're going to lose some of like the cool things that come with your bank, you're not. Like when I switch from over from a a bank to SDCCU, I think that actually the improvements were vast because the you I, I got it too because you're like oh wait this is like this is like a local credit union like they can't offer all the stuff like no they can like when they say it's not big bank banking it's better like it really is and the SDCCU online and mobile banking app are I would say better than the, the big bank that I was using before check your balances you can deposit checks you can view your account history pay bills and more all from your Excuse me, off from your computer or your smartphone. It's super convenient to use. It's so easy. And if you don't have a an account, you can open one right now from your from your phone. You can do all of this from your phone. If I can report record a podcast, you can do almost anything, I promise. It takes about 10 minutes at SDCCU.com. And when you do need cash and stuff, you've got the branches all over Southern California. You got 30,000 surcharge free ATMs. When you're traveling the country, there's one near you. It's really so easy. So I bank there. You should too. San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It is better. Message and data rates apply. Federally insured by NCUA. For details or to open your account, visit sdccu.com. And I think today is a good day to have better help on the podcast too because we're talking about people that, you know, you may need some support. If you're if you're a caregiver or you've got somebody in your life and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they – I don't think like there's enough there, – enough, um, emphasis on people that are family and friends of people that are dealing with anything, right? Like it's yeah. almost, I don't want to say it's as hard, but it's definitely, it takes a toll on you. And I yes. want to remind you that if that sounds like you, the better help is here to help you, you know, mom, have you ever mm-hmm. had to go, go to therapy for all for dad's cancer before or no? No, no, I haven't, but I've gone for other things. Therapy is, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And the fact that now talking about doing things from your phone, <laughs> I mean, yeah. therapy from your phone. Wow. It's amazing. I do my, you know, I, I use BetterHelp. I work with Dr. Jag on there. And, um, it's, it's just so, it's just so conducive to 2020. Mm-hmm. So you have a therapist at the, at the touch of a finger or the click of a mouse where yeah. before it's just, you know, you had to make time and put the kids somewhere, get a babysitter, mm-hmm. uh, drive x amount of time and all the the struggles that came with it now are eliminated with better help so i mean literally there's so many people using better help that you can uh they're, they're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states so if you got depression or stress or anxiety or relationship issues or sleeping or trauma self-esteem grief lgbt matters family conflicts or anger or really anything else that you just need somebody to talk you through, help you go check out BetterHelp. And I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener of this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You can join over the 1 million people. It's a lot. 1 million people taking charge lot. of their mental health. It's, uh, again, BetterHelp, better H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. 
we're gonna get to ask my mom here in a couple seconds. Does she really need a mom? Like, do you need a mom? Honestly, do you need a mom? And that's what she's really debating right now. We'll get to that here in a second. First, hi to all of our certified fans. Thank you so much for supporting the show. These are the people that uh, they make a monthly donation of $5 or more, but mostly our $5, which is more than we could ever asked for. And we just are, we're so appreciative of you. And so every episode, you're definitely going to get a whoop whoop. Nobody, nobody knew, sorry, nobody knew has joined our certified fans. But for all those that are listening that are certified fans, we see you and we appreciate you and we whoop whoop you. We do. Whoop whoop. <laughs> and don't forget, too, that um, coming up on Monday, we're going to have new merch in the store, too. So um, certified fans, you're going to have that guarantee, that uh, no sellout guarantee on all your items. So mm. that's coming up on Tuesday. Okay, Ask My Mom. It's Thursday. It's time for Ask My Mom. Uh, these, This is basically you're asking for advice, and we just give it to you. It's that easy. Um <laughs> And if you want to write – I had somebody message me this morning actually when I woke up saying, hey, I, want to, I got a question for your mom. What do I do? You simply email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com. You can DM me at thatguykramer, and we'll get your story on here and hopefully get you some advice. But where you guys come in, every single person listening, is if you've been in a situation like this, we need to know – or if you have some advice, maybe you've seen a friend go through it or you're – I don't know. What, if you feel like you could be a part of this conversation, I'm just hoping that you're going to pick up the phone and call today. Uh, okay, yeah. mom, I'm actually going to have you read the Ask My Mom email for today. Okay. Kramer, I feel like Nancy will be able to give me some advice because I can't seem to get my head around my problem. My parents got divorced when I was six, and I have never been close to my mom. She basically am- abandoned me and my siblings to go date some other guy and go out all the time, so my dad raised all of us. I have always been really hurt by the situation, but I have kept her at a distance, but still see her maybe once a year, mainly for my kids to have a grandmother. This isn't the first time, but my birthday was last week, and she once again forgot to reach out to me. I feel like I am just emotionally over it. Why do I even need to keep a relationship with her? It seems like it just sets me up for disappointment. This is just one of many examples of me just being exhausted by the constant letdown. Do you think I need? I just need to cut ties? Do I really even need a mother when my father is so great? Yeah. Now, now I know you can tell by the name of this podcast that I'm probably not the best person to ask advice on that. Um. You know, I'm very close with my mom, but I mean, I'm not as close with my dad, but I still, I mean, I still appreciate my relationship with him, love him very much. I don't really have that, like, that feeling of what, you know, of like having somebody in my life that I just don't feel like I need anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't really know um, if I can give any kind of great wisdom on this i because I, if you ask me just like on paper n- i guess no i know mm-hmm. you don't need you don't need her and it almost sounds like if you're if it's causing more trouble than it's worth then should you I mean because you hear of like family that's you know just goes separate ways but i usually it's not like a mother and a child I mean, mom, what do you think about all this? You didn't have a mother, you know, after age 18. So you may have a different perspective on this too. But I had a mother that warmed my heart and met my needs. 
And, right. and that's that's the difference. Um, you know, when we have a tremendous void in our lives like that, oftentimes we spend our lives trying to fill the void. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be very detrimental to our relationships and our mental health. Um, right. But, you know, I what I would say is a couple of things. Number one, do you need a mother? You have a mother. Um, you may want to try to write her a letter. Write her a letter and tell her how you feel about her just for you, for you to be able to express those feelings and get them out mm-hmm. and send that to her so that she knows exactly where you stand on the issue. You know, um, it's interesting because, you know, I, I watch um, Queer Eye, you know, all mm-hmm. the time. And they had an episode recently about this. Um, it was a little bit different, but the um, person that this little kid had been given to to raise him um, until age 11, all of a sudden he felt like she had abandoned him and sent him back to live with his with his birth mother. Mm-hmm. And he always thought it was because of something he had done. And as an adult, he goes back to her to let him know how hurtful that's been. This is 11. He's now like 25, right? And she said to him, the reason I did that was that I had to take care of my daughter's baby and I couldn't have another child with me. Mm-hmm. I took care. And it had nothing to do so much with him. And if she had explained that to him as a kid, an 11-year-old, rather than just saying, I'm sending you back to your birth mother, you know, with no real explanation, we always think it's something we've done wrong. And it mm-hmm. may not be. So, you know, they, they reconciled and, and now they're going to see each other all the time. He was shocked to hear that. He never had a clue that was why he was sent away. And now they're, you know, they're very close. And right. um, so I think, I think maybe writing a letter. I think if it were me, I would try writing her a letter um, right. so that you can have some kind of relationship with her. But even if you don't, if that doesn't um, bring a, a relationship around, if it, you know, that doesn't solve anything, still it's helped you. Because you have been able to express your feelings about it to her. Right. Well, I think, you know, this is a a good time to also plug therapy. I mean, BetterHelp obviously is a sponsor, so I'm going to include them in there. I think it's a good good service. But, like, that sounds like some just some deep-seated stuff that, like, is going to need, you know, somebody else to probably sort through that. Um, But you can also... You, you know, there's got to be somebody listening, I'm sure, that's been in a situation like this where you felt like, do I really need this relationship with this other person? Like, if it's just mm-hmm. bringing me more frustration, mm-hmm. is it really worth it? Now, you know, like, like I said, I've, we've talked a couple times about the people that talk trash about me. And I'm, I was kind of debating, do I need these people in my life or not? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, when it's your mom, I mean, I would hope. I think everyone in this situation probably hopes they could be salvaged at this point, you know? Yes. Just sounds but, like some deep-seated stuff. But if it can't. You know, I'm never, I'm never, an, I'm never a proponent of 
keeping toxic people in your life. Sure. No. Never. Right. I get yeah, it. That, that um, needs to go away a bit. 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Call us up if you've been in a situation like that where you just felt like you needed to end a relationship with a family member and like, do you – are you glad you did or do you wish you didn't or did you have to have a conversation with them or any, any kind of advice I think would be fantastic. So just remember that we are going to put the uh, good news and the ask my mom. I'm sorry, not ask my mom. Uh, the good news and the uh, made me laugh on hold for now because I just I'm recording this freaking show for my cell phone. So that just kind of gives you an idea of where we're at right now. Um, so. <laughs> I do want to know how you're feeling about it. So if you're like, oh, my God, I miss it so much. Or if you're like, oh, my God, like, I don't even miss it. I didn't realize I didn't care about it. Hopefully you'll let me know by, you know, DM, phone call or text or whatever it is you want to get in touch with me. Because I just want to know if we're going to bring it back or not. Either way, if we're going to bring it back, it'll be back next week. So that's cool. And that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, Tomorrow is a really cool episode. Mystic Michaela is joining us because maybe she can predict what this big announcement is and give all these people that are on these witch hunts trying to figure out what, what <laughs> what's going on with this big announcement. Maybe she has got some clarity on what's happening. So she's on for tomorrow's show and that's going to do it for today. So mom, I love you. Well, I have to ask you though, does she already know what's happening? Uh, no, she has no idea. Oh, I haven't told her anything. I love it. I love yep. it. Can't wait so, to see. Listen to her nail it. (laughs) That is tomorrow. Yeah, we'll have to see. All right. All right. All right. Love you. Love you forever. Hello, Kramer. This is Nicole from San Diego. I heard you talking about the kids. And I've been thinking about that a lot because I'm 35. I'm turning 36. And all of my female friends have told me over the years, do not have kids. Do you see do you see this? And it's like all the stuff you described in the in the morning podcast. So I haven't had kids yet. I've had opportunities. I've had like an eight-year relationship now. I just have not had kids. And I do think of all of those things you were thinking about. And once you have a kid, you can't be like, oh, it's not for me. Can I return it? <laughs> you know? So... It's like, what do you do? I guess you can babysit just to see. But I'm curious to see what parents say. And I hope there's some parents that are, like, brutally honest, you know? But then again, I think about family, and I enjoy family so much. And, you know, your older family members will pass away, and then it's going to be me and my siblings. I have two other other sisters. But the thing is, I don't know. Is Is it worth it? Is it not? How much freedom are you giving away? <laughs> you know, so. All right, you take care. Thank you for talking about this. It is helpful for me, too. Hi, Kramer. Hi, Mama Nancy. This is Michelle from Chola Vista. Um, certified fan here. Uh, I'm calling about two things. Um, the lady who called in about seeing red, about giving her 15-year-old CBD um, I'm a kind of along the same lines as Kramer is on this one. I actually would have been more upset if he gave her something like Tylenol PM or Aleve PM um, because they do have a lot more side effects than something like CBD. Obviously, she had a reaction to it. Maybe she took too much. But I think this is a learning moment, not a 
seeing red moment and making your husband move to his parents' house moment. That's just my interpretation, though. I don't know the family history. I don't know the relationship history. Um, but I definitely agree with Mama Nancy about having a family meeting and kind of speaking um, about it and setting future expectations so that this doesn't happen again and that they're all on the same page. Um, so that's the first thing I was calling about. The second thing I was calling about was um, this week, um, the tail end being cut off with the good news. And I actually usually tune out about that time because that's when my drive is over. So I personally won't feel the effects of it. And I know it's a lot of work you've said in the past that that takes more time than anything. And with all this new stuff going on in your life and being so busy, I think you should spend the time on your new project and endeavor. Have a great day. Love you both. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.